This is a Capricorn FM podcast. But let's talk about uh, the regulations there, the guidelines that the Department of Employment and Labor has released. And this, of course, talking about obligations on employers concerning mandatory vaccination. We're speaking to labor law expert that is uh, Mr. Osborne Mulatudi. Good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Good evening, and thank you for having me on your show. Good evening, good evening indeed. Appreciate your time as always. Now, of course, during this time when there are vaccinations and that is ongoing now, educators are vaccinating. It is a pertinent question around the guidelines that are there on vaccination, whether it's mandatory and what the guidelines say. But from what the Department of Labor and Employment has released, what do you read around the mandatory nature of the of, of the guidelines and of, on vaccination? Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, um, and once again, thank you for having me on your show. So the direction are basically calling on employers to indicate whether they want to make vaccinations in their workplaces mandatory. And that if they do make them mandatory, then they need to conduct what is referred to as a risk assessment in all their workplaces. Among other things to identify is vulnerable employees or employees with underlying conditions, um, you know, how they're going to adapt their workplaces for those employees that will be required to be vaccinated. So that's basically in a nutshell. And the employer is also required to put in place a, a, a plan, you know, to align with the direction, uh, which was published on 11, uh, I think June 2021, as well as uh, in line with its risk assessment. And in terms of, so there isn't necessarily a guideline or a direction that suggests for this sector it is mandatory that the people be vaccinated that may come from an employer yes that will come from a an uh, an employer's policy and um, obviously if in any workplace the risk is high that employer will be obliged to make vaccination mandatory if the risk is high and i can give you examples your airline uh, which has uh, uh, employees who will uh, travel from one airline to the other, uh, sort of from one country to the other. Uh, you have your retail where you have cashiers being exposed mm. to members of uh, the public, general public. You will then have teachers, you then have healthcare workers, you have child minders, you have all those people who will be exposed to uh, uh, general public and customers and who, if they are not vaccinated, there may be a risk uh, towards uh, not only contracting the COVID-19, but also spreading it. Mm. And that is why for, for that category of uh, workplaces and employees, the, the employer will be entitled to make the vaccination mandatory. And, and this will mean, therefore, that there won't be an excuse or a reason legally strong enough for an employee to say, I can't be vaccinated because of one, two, three, or I have this underlying condition that I fear this and that, uh, because it would have been uh, said it's mandatory for this field, it would have been approved by the department. That is a very important uh, question. And uh, allow me to clarify as, uh, uh, in the following manner. Um, an employee may refuse to be vaccinated. 
Um, and the refusal can be on two grounds, be it constitutional right to bodily integrity or on religious basis. Those are the two main grounds that an employee may refuse to be vaccinated. However, nothing precludes an employer from uh, terminating that employee's employment, not because the employer refuses to be vaccinated, but because the employer is not able after undergoing a further process uh, to accommodate that employee. So what I mean here is that an employer who faces employees who refuse to be vaccinated, that employer is expected to arrange for counseling for those employees so that they are counseled on the pros and cons, uh, the benefits uh, of being vaccinated, and to also refer them for further medical assessment, especially if they were identified as high-risk employees. And and then the other alternatives that the employer is expected to look into is to whether those employees may be required to work from home uh, or site office, which doesn't have uh, uh, access or interactions to uh, public uh, or to adapt their working hours. So um, up until such time that the employer can demonstrate that it has exhausted all alternatives mm. to accommodate those employees who refuse to be vaccinated, that employer may not terminate their employment. And by the way, the termination will either be for incapacity in respect of high-risk employees who are showing underlying conditions mm. and who may get sick. So the employer will be entitled to terminate them for incapacity. Or he may, the employer may also terminate uh, employees who refuse to be vaccinated, not because they refuse to be vaccinated, but because of its operational requirements or similar needs. For instance, an airline, for mm. instance, retail. Because if in a retail, the employer won't be able to accommodate cashiers who refuse to be vaccinated elsewhere other than having them at the cashier, Mm. then that employer will be entitled to retrench them for operational requirements because it cannot, due to its operational requirements, have employees who are not vaccinated but having exposure to general public, customers, interactions, etc. The decision that I want to make uh, uh, to try and make it clear to your listeners, there's a whole um, vibe, mm. uh, if one may call it, mm. that no, if you refuse to be vaccinated, they say you can be fired. But uh, I've already explained the, 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 the rationale mm. behind the termination of that empl- employment. Mm. And, and it's not just summarily dismissing you, it is they undertake processes to see you can't be accommodated and it at the exact of those processes that they can then conclude there's nothing we can do here with all the processes. In those processes, is it just between an employer and an employee or there are other authorities that get involved, uh, perhaps keep an eye on the fairness of them? I think as a starting point, it will be the employee and or his chosen representative, uh, but mostly in larger workplaces. Uh, like your you know, your education sector, your retail sector, there will be trade unions uh, involved. And um, both the, uh, these parties are encouraged to engage uh, with one another from the very start of the process, you know, uh, to avoid unnecessary legal uh, battles uh, ensuing thereafter. But of course, as I said, at the end of all this, if an employer is not able 
to um, to find any alternative, that employer will be entitled to terminate um, uh, those employees. But after following the necessary processes, and and that's what the direction says as well. All right, all right. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mlatudi. Appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.